0: The song says, we have come into this house, gathered in his name. We're gathered in the name of Jesus. And we're here to worship him. Then it says, forget about yourself. Concentrate on him. My God, help us this morning. Help us this morning. Matthew 21, verse number 28, the word of the Lord says, But what think ye? A certain man had two sons. And he came to the first and said, Son, there to today in my vineyard. Verse 29, he answered and said, the son answered and said, I will not. But afterwards he repented and went. And he came to the second and said likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Whether of them twain did the will of his father? Which one did the will of his father? They said unto him, the first. Jesus said unto them verily I say unto you that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you for John came unto you in the way of righteousness and ye believed him not but the publicans and the harlots believed him and ye when ye had seen it repented not Afterwards, that ye might believe him. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 says this, For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Jesus, I sense your presence. And I, God, just yield to the power of the Holy Ghost this morning. Lord, I want to decrease. And I decrease that you may increase. We are in desperate need for a move of your spirit in our life. We're in desperate need, oh mighty God, to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We need your favor and we need your direction. We can't make it without you, Lord God, no matter what. It is you, oh God, while we're here this morning. But God, don't let us leave. Don't let us leave without hearing from you and challenging ourselves to be different, to be changed. We yield to you, Lord God, that you may move us into a new dimension in you. We call on your name that, Lord, you will deliver us by your great power and renew us by your power. Jesus, we call upon your name today to say not let one individual leave this place without a touch from you without oh God hearing what you are saying into their heart. Father we pray the power of the Holy Ghost to move among us and to destroy every yoke of bondage and to help us today Lord God. Father I pray that today will be a new beginning for many and God for many Lord God there will be change that will take place. i pray in the name of Jesus uh, that your will and your will be done. Uh, we ask you these things in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody clap their hands unto the Lord. You may be seated. We've entitled this message today, the power of your will. The power of your will look at your neighbor and says you've got a strong will look at your other neighbor and says you've got a strong will I don't care if you've messed up and it hadn't worked out and you feel sometimes you just got to a place where you failed I don't care what you're thinking you still have a strong will You are underestimating the will that you have. But I'm telling you this morning, you've got a strong will. A strong will stronger than you can ever imagine. We are emotional creatures. We function more through our feelings than we do anything else. The reason why many of us today will come to church and not say amen or not, you know, praise the Lord is because you don't feel like it or you don't want people to say anything about you. Both of them have to do with your feelings and your emotion. So you don't say praise the Lord. You don't say hallelujah. You don't say amen. You don't get up and clap. You don't get up and run because your emotions and feelings tell you don't do it. Or you're worried about what somebody may think of you. Both of those things come from your feelings. Come from your emotion. But I'm here to tell you today, God is calling you to a... A different place in him. Oh, our emotions have the best of us. Our emotions is controlling all of our behavior. Truth, facts, and righteousness has nothing to do with feelings, but we relate more to our feelings we are governed more by our emotions and feelings than we are by truth facts and righteousness hear me today We are governed or we govern our life more by emotions, by what we feel and not by truth and not by facts and not by righteousness. We govern our life because of how we feel. Most of our decisions are made on how we feel. Not according to facts. Not according to truth. Not according to righteousness. We just say, well, I'm going to do this because I feel. We are so consumed by our feelings uh, that cause us to act that advertisers, when they advertise, they appeal to your emotions. They don't advertise worried so much about the facts because you never go and check the facts. You never go and see if what they're telling you is true. What you deal with is how you felt about what that commercial was all about. When they show you the beer commercials on football day, they make sure it looks ice cold. And so they're appealing to, man, I can have a cold one right now. That's how they do it. So when they do anything, they try to mess with your emotions. And that's how they pull you in. And you're wondering why we end up in trouble and end up in situations and spending money carelessly. And you're wondering, how am I spending my money so carelessly? Where's my money going? Because you spent out of your emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me explain a little bit to you about your emotional state. Your emotional state are specific manifestation of nonverbal expressed feelings. What your emotions are all about is 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 feelings that you're not speaking but you're feeling. It's nonverbal expressed feelings of maybe agreement, amusement, anger, certainty, control, disagreement, disgust, disliking, embarrassment, fear, guilt, happiness, hate, interest, liking, sadness, shame, surprise, uncertainty. Those are some things that happens around us all the time and they stir us and cause emotion to erupt, arouse in us. And when those emotions come up, we stop thinking about facts. We stop thinking about truth. We stop thinking about righteousness and all we start thinking about is how we feel. And when we start thinking about how we feel, we will always make decisions that will take us in the wrong way. Your will, we're talking about the power of your will. Your will, on the other hand, is different. I just told you about your emotions. Your will is the cognitive Process by which you decide on and commit to a particular course of action. God gave you feelings or gave you emotions so you can be in touch with what you're feeling. That's all He gave them to you for. He didn't give them to you to make decisions off of them. But your will, on the other hand, He gave you that. So you can and should and must make decision off of your will. Emotion is so I can feel. I'm alive. I know what's going on because I'm able to detect and sense and feel a certain way. That lets me know I'm okay. When I stop feeling things, it means I'm in trouble. Just just ask somebody that have a a sickness in their body, they can't tell. Eventually they're going to die because they have no way of detecting that something is wrong. So feelings is there to uh, keep you informed and let you know what's going on. But it's not there for you to make decisions. But your will, on the other hand, God gave that to you because that's how you need to make decisions. You need to make decisions by the will that God has given you. Mm Mm-hmm, yes. Facts, truth, righteousness must be determined or must be the determining factor in the activation of your will. In other words, you're supposed to utilize your will to make a decision to do something specific when there is facts. When there is truth and when there is righteousness. Those are the three things you must look for when you're trying to make a decision. Facts, truth, and righteousness. But if you make decisions outside of those things, it will be a decision according to your emotion, your feelings. And your feelings don't mean that's what you should do. Because you feel this way don't mean you should. Listen. We didn't go to school or going to school because we feel like it. I don't know about you, when I used to go to school, when I woke up, oh, I can just burst the bubble right now. When we said no CSDI today, y'all said, yay! <laughs> so it meant you didn't want to go, but you went anyway. We don't want to go to school. I wake the kids up in the morning. We're tired today, dad. We don't want to go to school. You're going anyway. And eventually they go. We wake up many a mornings. We all gonna experience tomorrow, Monday morning blues. And you get up and oh man, the weekend over already. Yes, it's over already. It's time to go to work. You don't want to, but you go anyway. You know what that's called? You willed yourself to work. You willed yourself to school. And so you got up and you went. Here is the scary thing about what I'm telling you today. You can never stand before God and tell him, I didn't because I couldn't. He's going to tell you, no, 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 no. I gave you will. When I created you, I put something in you called will. And I put that in you so when you didn't feel like it, you was able to. When you didn't want to, you would have been able to. And that's why I gave you a will. And so you will never be able to stand before God and say, I couldn't. How many times we make decision, this is just how I feel. Let me tell you this. I don't pray all the time because I feel like praying. But I will myself to pray. I don't praise God all the time because I... I feel like praising God, but I will myself to praise. This morning I said, I want to sing this song. Let me tell you how Joanne sang this song because you know everybody always got something to say. But let me tell you what happened. I'm, I'm writing this song. I heard it. I heard somebody said something when I was listening to the radio this morning. I said, man, that song is so beautiful. We used to sing that all the time. I love that song. And I turned off the radio once I heard it and I started singing it to Starbucks, back from Starbucks. I sang it out in the parking lot and I know I can't sing and I'm just like, I got to sing this song. I said, in my mind, Joanne used to kill this. Then she walked in the door. Like, man, this is crazy. But no matter what. I know I can't sing, but I willed myself to just say something. I would not worry about being embarrassed. I would not worry about what somebody was going to think about me and say about me. I love Jesus, and I want his will to be done in my life. I want to do everything that heaven will be my home. And so I willed myself to praise him. I willed myself to pray. I willed myself to worship. I just don't do it because I feel like it. Because there's many times... I don't feel like it. The people that let their emotion control them like to say that's just so and so. Man, all my life in church I heard that's just Brother Wayne. They think I was a machine and nobody was thinking I was willing myself. It wasn't because I was a machine. It wasn't because I was built different. It's because I willed myself to serve God. God didn't make me no different from you. God put—he didn't put something different in me than he did you. He created all of us the same way. So whatever excuse you want to use, why you don't come to church, and why you don't pray, and why you don't serve God, and why you don't commit your life to God, that's on you. Understand. That's your emotions. But if you want to serve God, you can just will yourself to serve God. We can't we we can't come up with excuses. We we can't we can't we can't fix it up real nice. Listen you can appeal to my emotions. Pastor, you know, I'm telling you, um, you know, this morning I just I don't know what it was. I was just really just not feeling up to my and I'm saying, Oh, sis, you okay? It's gonna be all right. We're going to work it out. God's going to do something special in your life. That's me because you appeal to my emotion. I love you. But as much as God have emotion too like we do, he still can't go against what's called the will of God. So we want God to to, to do like, you know, your brother or your sister in Christ. It's going to be all right. But God is saying, I love you. Can't go against the will. I can't go against the will because why? The will is how he... He can't go against the will because he makes decision by his will and he can't go against that. He already knows that the process to make decision is by the will. This is why we read the will of God. He can't go against his will. So as much as he will listen to all the stories, he will sit down and listen and he will just rub you on the back, I love you. But when it's time to move on, He's moving on in the will of God, not according to your emotion, not according to how you appeal to him. You have to appeal to God in righteousness, in truth, and in facts. That's how you appeal to God. Not according to how you feel. Hmm. You got to will yourself to do some of these things. We say, oh man, that's hard. Uh Matthew 21, the text we read earlier, verse 29. Let's look at the first son's situation, his response. The first son responded to the father. He answered and said, I will not. See that word in there, will? Here we go again. He could have said, I will He can say, I will or I will not. You can say, I will or I will not. And we got to realize that's how we do ourselves, our life so often. I will, I will not. Because you're making decisions off your will at times. Yes, unfortunately we make decisions off our emotions most of the times. But best believe you make decisions on your will many times. He says, I will or I will not. But let me tell you why the first son says, I will not. Whatever the reason is, we don't know what the reason really is. What he's saying is, I could, but I'm not going to do it. He made a choice to not do it. But how many of us, our father? And this text is referring to the almighty God telling his children to do something. But how many of us know our parents love us and have our best interests at hand? And our parents says, can you please blah, 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 blah. And you say, no, I ain't doing that. Yeah. How many of us do that really? Yeah. We don't really do that. Yeah. We, we, we Even if we don't feel like doing it, we do it anyhow. Yeah. Because you can will yourself to that. So when he said... I will not, he made that decision, that decision on his emotion. You got, you have kids, you'll You'll know that. Sometimes you try to get them to do something, and because you're caught up in something else, and you're telling them to do something, they don't want to do it. Their emotion is caught up in something else. No, I'm not a mom, I don't want to do that. Mom, I don't want to do that. Mom, I don't want to wear that. Emotions is involved. So when the father said to the first son, I want you to go, and his emotion kicked in. I don't want to do that. There's no fun in that. And so he said, nah, I don't want to do that. That was his emotion that said, I don't want to do that. But guess what he did? He gathered himself. And allow his will to make the correct decision. His emotion says, I'm not going to no vineyard. I'm playing on PlayStation. Whatever PlayStation was back then. But after he gathered himself, because any time you disrespect your parents, it's going to bother you. He gathered himself and says... All right, I'm going to go. And he went. Usually our quick responses are responses of emotion. Let you meditate on that so you can start looking back and see, yeah, I did respond kind of quick on that. Because they appeal to your emotion. They still have QVC. QBC makes stuff look good, appeal to your emotion, and you order on the spot. And then when it come you open the box, why did I get this? Because you, you, you not functioning now in your emotions, in your feelings. You're functioning in your will. And so the QBC box come, and now you're operating your will because you're, you're looking at facts. You're looking at truth. And you make, like, oh, why did I buy this? I'm going to send it back. And then the process to to tape it back up and get the labor right and all that. And it's eh, just so much. You just say, ah, oh, forget it. You got a whole bunch of stuff in your house that you don't want because you ordered them off your emotions. Oh, help us, Jesus. That must have been the Lord because I didn't have that to talk about. <laughs> What are some things God is asking you to do and you're saying, I will not? What are some of the things that you know are truth and righteousness and facts and you're saying, I will not? What are some of those things? You've got to start looking within yourself and say, God, what are those things I'm telling you I will not on when they're truth and facts and righteousness? He says, I will not. That was not a response according to his will because he didn't look at the facts. He didn't look at the truth. And he didn't look at righteousness. Righteousness say, I respect my dad and I better do what my dad tell me. He didn't look at the facts. I'm sure he was needed to work in the the vineyard. He didn't look at that, so he didn't make a decision off that. And so he made a decision squarely based off his emotion. That's the first son. Matthew 21, verse 30, the second son, his response. And he came to the second and said, likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. And he went not. Both sons' first response was according to their feelings and emotions. However, the first son willed himself to go and do right. The second son stayed in his feelings and his emotions. And he said he would go, but he never went because he never felt like going. He stayed in his emotion. But the first son willed himself to obey his father. And so we see something going on here. Here is what's going on here. The conversation that Jesus was having before he got to that text was with, Let me say this nice. Religious people. And so he was having a conversation with religious people. And so he was talking to them and so here comes the parable. A man have two sons. One, he told to go work in the vineyard and he says, I will not. But he repented and went and worked in the vineyard. The other he told, he need to work in the vineyard just like he told the first one. And that one says, oh sure I will dad. And he never went. He was trying to make a point. Now, I I brought out and showed you that one willed himself and the other just operated off his emotion eventually. But here is something that we need to key in on. And I'm getting ready to be done in a second. Here's something we need to key in on. The first son represents sinners that are just terrible and harlots. We, We tend to think that terrible sinners and prostitutes are the worst people in the world. So... So God like to give us the extreme so we can, you know, understand. Because, you know, we like to make people seem that they're really terrible. So God says, okay, sinners, terrible sinners. The publicans are considered terrible sinners. So sinners and harlots. That's what the first son represents. And it represents sinners and harlots who surrendered to God. And repented of their sins, and say, "God, I know I've done wrong, but please forgive me, because I'm going to do right." That's what the first son represents. He rep- represents most of us in this room, and most of us in the world, knowing that we know we've, di- we've done wrong, but. You go back to God and says, "God, please forgive me. I've done wrong. I I I disrespected. I disobeyed you. I turned my back on you, God. I, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me because I know I've done wrong. That's what the first son represents. The first son represents hope that no matter how much you have gone to the left, no matter how badly you have done, if you will just go back to God and say, Lord Jesus, will you forgive me for doing wrong, for saying wrong, for disrespecting you, for turning my back on?" you for disobeying you Lord Jesus will you forgive me the scripture wants us to know God wants us to know he will forgive you and set you back on the right course Amen. the other son represents religious people hypocrites they say one thing but they do another that's what that dude represents oh yeah they look a certain way Look at me, I'm a Christian. I'm in church. But when they leave out of the church building where we gather to worship in his name, they look a different way. They sound a different way. They do different things. That's not being a righteous person. Be who you are and let God work it out inside of you. Don't say one thing to God and do another because God is a God that keeps promises. God is a God that says, let your word be a word. Let your yay be yea, and let your nay be nay. If you tell God... I'm going to live right. I'm going to do right. You need to do everything that you can to live right and to do right. Don't tell God you're going to do something, but you have no intentions of doing it. The second son represents hypocrite. Religious people have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. Walking around presenting themselves to be a certain way. But they're not what they're really trying to project they are. And so we have to realize that God knows heart. God knows minds. God knows who you are. He knows every situation. And you can't, you can't trick God. And so the second son, he thought he was trying to present himself a certain way act a certain way here i am god is appealing to us today god is appealing to us today i am going to say this the devil is trying his best to stop you from living for god and sometimes we don't think about that. We just go about our Mosey way every day and not think about it and when stuff happens we just try to figure it out and work it out. And we don't realize that there's a real devil that's saying I'm going to get you if that's the last thing I do. You ever got a threat from somebody and you know they and you better watch your back? Well that's the devil. He has made a threat to you and you better watch your back because he's not letting up and his job and his duty is to destroy you. He knows where his life will end up and and guess what he has no way of getting out of where he's going to end up and he's going to do everything he can to get some company because misery love company the devil wants you to come right along with him in the lake of fire and he's looking at you saying if it's the last thing i do before i go to hell you gonna go with me that's what the devil is doing. He has made a threat that is serious and real to you. And he's coming after you with everything he's got. And now, today, Mr. Bartlett, I'm telling you right now. I know when we come to church, we want to feel like, oh, I just feel the blessings of God and all that stuff. You're going to feel that. But stuff going to stir up because you know what? The devil going to try to, don't go back to that church. Because he hates you. And he wants to destroy you. And whatever he can do, he's going to get in your way so you don't go to God, so you don't try to get you your way back to God because he knows God is merciful. He knows God is loving and kind. He knows God will forgive you of your sins. He knows God's desire for your life is that you spend eternity in heaven with him. He knows all of that. He knows how graceful, gracious God is and how merciful. He knows all of that. He wants you to be so upset with God and so miserable that you just forget about God and just live in the drudgery that he wants you to live in. That's what the devil is trying to do. That's what he's trying to do in your life. And so he interrupts your flow. Little things, little subtle things. He's he, he try to get in your way so you don't get get your way to church. Little subtle things that you you don't pray. Little subtle things that you don't get to read your Bible. Little subtle things that you think is just life. Oh, I'm just busy. Can I tell you this? I I I was there a little bit the other day that I'm like I'm busy. It ain't just you busy. Let me tell you what is the secret here. It ain't that you busy? Re-evaluate your schedule of what you're doing it ain't busy don't 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 let don't let the devil tell you you're busy that's a trick subtle you're so busy. you know what my God say no son. Just wake up a little bit earlier and do this and do that. And he started pointing out, God started pointing out stuff to me and said, No, we just start with just the time you put in. It's not that you're busy. And then look at the things that you're doing. What is important and what's not. What are you wasting time on? You're not wasting time. Just look at those things. You're not too busy. You've got all the time you need to do what you got to do. Just don't let the mind or the devil or your feelings tell you, You're so busy that you can't get nothing done. Prioritize prioritize you're not too busy it's a trick of the devil though social media is great if you use it the right way but if you use it the wrong way you know what it does make you think you're busy we don't even realize that what has changed in 20 years why are we so busy now and not we wasn't busy 20 years ago what what what, what happened did something change because listen, Burger King, McDonald's, um, Boston Market, uh, Chick Fil A. What's the Mexican people name and they got problems with them? Taco Bell. But the other one I like, but I haven't gone. Who? Chipotle. Man, you can you can get like good food now quickly. Quicker than twenty, twenty five years ago. Some of us, you know, we we some of us foreigners, we 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 used to cook food, we like to call it, right? And so you don't like to eat just fast food. You want to sit down at the dinner table and have cooked food. Well, they have set up America now where you can get some cooked food sitting at the dinner table when you go and purchase it. So why are we so busy? They've got a thing called Blue Apron. You probably don't know about it. It's okay. Let me tell you about Blue Apron because a lot of places like that, you can even go to Wegmans like this. They had the meal packaged out and everything and they set up a meal that will cost, that will take you 30 to 45 minutes to prepare. They got everything all portioned out and set aside with all the instructions and it will not take you more than 45 minutes to cook it. All you got to do is order it online. They they send it overnight to you in the mail. Get it on your doorstep. You get in the kitchen and man, everybody can cook and look good. Blue Apron, cook food. So why are we busy? That's all I'm saying. Why are we busy? It's not like back in the day where, you know, we really cook. You boil, you know, your, your potatoes and you had to wait till they get soft and then you had to mash them in, you know, milk and, you know, we ain't doing that. So why are we busy? Huh. Okay. It's social media information, information. Begin to overload your mind And because information is overloading your mind You think you're busy but you're really not What kind of information are you allowing to get in your mind It's just distraction And I'm telling you what I'm telling you It's appealing to your emotions And your emotions is all involved With the social media And all of a sudden you to the left And you don't have time to take in the kids Or to cook You're really late to work And you say oh I don't have a lot of time No you have the time you have the time. You have the time. I'll give you one one hint how you can start off real good. When you get ready to go to bed, put your phone somewhere where you have to get off the bed. Amen. Set the alarm to wake you up in the morning and put it way across the room. Last night I laid my head down I heard... <clears throat> You know, I put mine on fiber. I said, "Mm -hmm, you can stay all over there. I'm not getting up to check nothing. That's right, baby. I'm not getting up to check nothing. So I left it right there. So that's the first thing you want to do so you don't have to worry about being distracted because now social media is making us half sleep at night. You're sleeping, but you ain't really sleeping because you're trying to see if something's going to happen. Put it across the room. When the alarm go off, touch the alarm and leave it where it is, and go where you got to go pray. Turn it down, let it let it stay across the room. Turn it down and go wherever you're going to pray, so you can't hear nothing coming from it. That will you have no idea how simple. I just said something very simple. It will change your life. Change your life. Because you're not preoccupied. You're trying to pray, but you can't really focus on your prayer because you're wondering what's coming in. What's coming in? Emotions is what's getting the best of us. We have to go back to using our will to make decisions, not using our emotions. Here is where I'm going. I'm getting ready to land this plane now. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 says, God worketh in us both to do his will and to do his good pleasure. Here is what I'm trying to tell you. If you are willing, God will. See, that's the difference between... A Christian trying to do right and somebody else trying to do right. See, a Christian had God said, oh, you willing? Oh, I got you. Yeah, right. See, some things we're going to have to try to do or many people out there trying to do on their own. I'll work this out. I'll figure this out. As a Christian. If you're trying to work out something that is righteous, if you're trying to work something out that are truthful, if you're trying to work something out that are factual, and you are a bona fide Christian trying to do right, God will if you will. And so and so, while you don't feel like sometimes you look at the task and you say, man, that's hard, that's a lot, God is saying, what's up, you down? Are you down? Because if you're down, I'm down. Do you want to do this? Because if you want to do this, I'm with you. If you are willing, God will. That's why your will is there. That's what God is working with. Your will. He's working with your will. He proved that to us when he came down. Manifest this man. Jesus prayed because he was God in the flesh. He prayed. But he was man as he prayed. And he says, Father, if this cup can pass from me, let it pass. Because, man, this is just hard Stop." Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. So what he was saying is, if it's your will, then I will myself too. If it's your will, I will will myself. Because I know if it's your will, and I will myself to do you're going to help me. We don't understand that. Let me say this. This is something that I need to point out. The Winter Olympics are coming up. I don't know if it's February, somewhere around there, right? Olympians work out I can't even tell you how they work out four years straight they go on a regimen four years they go on this regimen to get just to a place where they're the best in the world and their regimen their schedule and what they do is out of control because they're shooting for this event whether it's the summer Olympics or the winter Olympics they are just out of control working hard Brother Darrell was almost a professional football player, but God stopped it. To me, in my eyes, he's a professional football player. But God wouldn't allow it because God knows, I'm going to get you saved, boy. You ain't going to be playing no professional because if you start playing professional, you're not going to get saved. You will have a form of godliness. You know, a lot of people, I just want to thank God for making our team win. Okay, okay, I hear you. But, but that's what he would be saying. I just want to thank God because he allowed us to, you know, win this game. God ain't in the game, man. God ain't got nothing to do with whether your team win or lose. That's not, God, God don't stay in all that. God just wants you to be happy and serve Him. Uh. But He knows the kind of regiment and practice that go into the sacrifice to be great. People are willing themselves to be great without God. What can you accomplish if you're willing yourself with? God? If they could become Olympians, if they could become the best football player, and the best basketball player, because from a youth, they said, I'm gonna be the best, and they just kept willing themselves, and they kept putting the work in, and they kept willing themselves. What can you accomplish in God if you just will yourself to do what God wants you to do? What can you accomplish? How great can you be in God if you will just trust Him and will yourself, and God will just, uh, You will just be just flowing. You wouldn't understand what you would accomplish if you would just will yourself to do the will of God. Listen, feelings and emotion make things complicated. Did did, did you know that? Don't let that one go over your head. That's why women are complicated, fellas. They operate more with feelings and emotion. And so they, they are more complicated than us. Yes, yes. Feelings and emotions complicate things. But using your will make things clear and uncomplicated. Men usually use their will. W- women use their emotion a lot more than men do. That that's usually evident. And we're not saying men are not emotional cuz we all have emotion that we deal with. But women normally do. Men use their will more. But it makes things clearer when you use your will as opposed to your emotions. Your will, listen to this, your will is far superior than your emotions. Your will is far superior than your emotions. By using your will, you make sure nothing can stop you. If you allow your emotion to be the main cog of you making a decision, you can be stopped. Uh huh. If you're operating on emotion, you can stop doing something. The devil, when you are operating in your will to do something for God, the devil will mess with your emotion because you will allow your emotion to override your will at times. So when your emotion is high, understands it could be the devil all in it this is working it because he's knowing that you will come today to this church and you will make a decision in your heart I'm going to will myself to keep going to church I'm going to will myself to pray tomorrow morning I'm going to will and you know what the devil says let me figure out how to get some emotion moving And the devil will allow things to happen that will stir your emotions. And now, all of a sudden, you know you was going to will yourself, but your emotion begins to override your will. And all of a sudden, now, the decision that you had made to do something is no longer going the same way because your emotion is messing with you. And now, all of a sudden, you're trying to do something out of your emotion and not by your will anymore. Listen. Jesus Christ is too important for you to let emotions get in the way. Heaven is too important for you to allow emotions to get in the way. I know we're going to, we all fight it. We all fight it. The, the, The first son fought it. But guess what? He overcame it. And you can overcome it. But what I'm telling you today is life-altering if you hear what I'm saying. If you hear what I'm saying and you definitely want to go to heaven. If you hear what I'm saying and you want to have a real relationship with Christ. If you hear what I'm saying and you want to be in a deeper relationship. and you want to be a servant in the house of God. and you want to be all of what you want to be or want God to be in your life. You have to do it by your will. And not allow emotions to get in the way. Your emotion will try to stop your will. And that's why the devil work on emotions. You want me to give you some proof? Go back to the first people that was in the world. He didn't work on facts. He didn't work on truth. He didn't work on righteousness. He appealed to her emotion. I'm just telling y'all work. I'm just telling you, you got to get a hold of your emotions. you got to know they're there. And you can feel stuff and says, okay, I know what I'm feeling, but what I'm feeling is not right, so I'm going to have to deal with that. Remember, it's a non-verbal thing, so you can feel it and not speaking. So you don't have to speak it. Some of us get all messed up. We feel, ah, I'm just blotted out. I understand. I'm not mad at you. I'm just trying to bring us to a point of today understanding what we have to do to walk with God and to be successful and victorious in God. So when you start to feel that, feeling and stuff and it start happening. You don't have to blurt it out. Just know, okay, if that's what I'm feeling, I know that's wrong. I got to do something so I don't put myself in that kind of predicament. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> if I know I'm attracted to you and I shouldn't be attracted to you because you got somebody or I got somebody or we're not married and we shouldn't be doing stuff we shouldn't be doing, and I know that. Guess what I got to do? Stay away from you. Mm-hmm. Y'all getting quiet on me now? Uh huh, uh huh. That's how it work. Y'all know that's how it work. But you know what we do? Because the feelings messing with you, you know what you say? I can handle this. That's your feelings, and you don't know, even you realize you're. I can handle this. I'm grown. I can handle myself. And you go around and dying, wanting that attention. Just don't get in that situation. That's how we're supposed to operate. But feelings and emotion don't do that to us. We have to let the will of God be done. It don't mean you're a punk. It don't mean you, you 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 ain't got yourself in order. No, no, no. Just use your will to say, you know what? That's a strong emotion that I can't handle. Yeah. That's why you have emotion so you know what's going on. Thank God for emotion. I'm not mad at my emotions. You don't need to be mad. Just thank God for it. But it gives you an alert. Say, hey, danger zone, danger zone. And then you use your will to do what you need to do. All right. Let me finish up here. Your will is superior to your emotions. When our emotions align with the will of God, because I know I didn't want to leave you hanging without getting that in there. There are times when your emotion aligns with what God wants for you. At that time, you can allow the emotion to just flow. Allow it to flow. Joanne started singing. There's emotions she's going to feel from that. Because I'm sure she'll be brought back to... Yeah. She was ready to go in verse 3, 4, 5. I don't even know if they got verse 3, 4, 5. But I just saw her face. I'm like, all right, now sis, we good. <laughs> Because her emotion was stirred But that was a good stirring That's what I'm trying to tell you It's a good stirring When you come into the house of God And you feel something and emotion is now working It is righteous It is facts And it is truth Just go with it So when your emotion is aligned With facts and truth And righteousness Just let it go And you can do it Because when your emotion is aligned up With what you want You let it go you let it go. I watch. I was like this, so I know how the brothers go. You see a girl and you really want her. We walk behind her. What's up, cutie? <laughs> hey! You're not going to talk to me? And we walk behind them and we walking them down. Because your emotion is locked in. So we've allowed our emotions to run in the wrong way. Let's just make our emotions run in the right way. So when our emotions and feelings are lined up with God, just let it go. I'm finishing with these two things. You can stand with me so you know that I'm finished. Here's two examples of emotion... Getting the best of us. And then one allow will to move him past where he is. You remember the rich young ruler? The rich young ruler went to Jesus. And he wanted to know how to inherit eternal life. And Jesus said, sell all that you have and give to the poor and come and follow me. The Bible says he walked away sorrowful. Because his emotion was locked in. His goods, his reputation, who he was. His his emotion was locked in there. And so his emotion prevented him from inheriting eternal life. Your emotion can stop you from going to heaven. Your emotion can stop you from having a relationship with Jesus Christ. But here's another guy. The prodigal son. That guy, his emotion got him riled up, and he took all his his inheritance and left and spent it. And now he found himself in a pig pen, and he was just living a just a real treacherous life. It was just 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 terrible life he was living. But one day he came to himself. The Bible says, and looked around and says, "You got to be kidding me! My dad is rich. Servants in my dad's house is living better than I'm living right now, and I'm in this mess." He willed himself to go back home to his dad. He motioned himself home. He willed himself home. Because emotion would have had him just in the pigsty, just like, you know, I messed up, you know, having a pity party. That's what emotion would have did, make him have a pity party. But he willed himself back home to his dad's house, and he was able to get back in his right place with his father. Emotions will destroy you if you don't deal with them the right way. God gave them to you, so they're there for a good reason. But they're not there for you to make decision according to them. They're there so you can be in touch with what's going on around you, what's going on in you. But your decision making process should be will. Your power, the power of your will. You should will your decisions. Now here's how we're going to finish our service today. God is going to challenge you. If there's something in your life that you know You need to do what you haven't done because your emotion is all in it. But you need to make a decision now by your will to get over it. Remember, if you will, God will. If you're willing, God will. And if there's something in your life, whether it's your salvation, whether it's um, just trying to get deeper in God, whether it's trying to work a situation out, remember, righteousness, facts, and truth. So if you you can't go to God, try to get him to help you with something that really it's not righteous, it's not truthful, and it's not factual. Can't go to God with that. So if there's something in your life today that you need to do, but you're not doing because probably your emotions was caught up in it, but you need to do it. And you need to utilize your will today. And if you're willing, God will. I want you to come out from your seat. And I want you to take a step towards the front. And I want you to have a conversation with God today that you need His help. So you can get past, get over. That you can be able to overcome whatever that emotional thing is that's holding you. And you need to get past it. If you need that in your life today, I want you to come step forward and begin to talk to the Lord today. You don't need me. Yes, I will pray with you. But this is between you and Jesus. You want God to help you. I already just told you all I need to tell you. I don't need to get into anything else. You need to talk to God today. If you can't be sincere about it, remember now, God is not a, you can't trick God. So if you're not willing to come in, 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 in honesty and purity in your heart and talk to God about it, then you might as well not come because you can't trick God. You can't come and act like, oh, you are really praying for God's will to be done. You're praying and using your will and God is going to be surprised. You, you, you can't trick God. You have to be, you have to want this. You have to want this. If you want to go to heaven, you have to will yourself to be able to go forward. If you want to have a real relationship with God, you have to will yourself. If you want to be able to overcome some things you're emotionally entangled in, you have to will yourself. I want you to talk to the Lord just for a moment right now because God wants to help us. This is why God had me preach this message today. So you can operate in your will and not in your emotion. You have a will that God will get behind you or get beside you and help you move forward because it is is His will that you do right. It is His will that you live right. It is His will that you be saved. It is His will that you get a relationship with Him. Now you have to will yourself to get it done. And if you will will yourself to get it done, God will stand with you and He will help you to get it God is here right now And he wants to do it You can get it done today That obstacle That that thing that seems so hard And seems so difficult God says if you will If you're willing today Then I will Father in the name of Jesus We're responding to your word today We're responding to your word today Lord God Because almighty God We know we have allowed our emotions to get in the way of some of the things that we should be doing according to your will. We've allowed our emotion to rule our decision making process. But today, Lord Jesus, we've ask for your forgiveness, just like the first son did. We ask you to forgive us for allowing our emotions to control our decision making process. And today, Lord God, we will do what you want for us to do we know whatever you want from us is right and is good for us and so today in the name of Jesus Christ I pray almighty God that you will help us to make this decision Lord God that we need to make and deliver us from that emotional connection to this decision I don't want emotional God to constrain us in the situation that we're in but I pray Lord God that you will break that emotional tie from that wrong decision break that emotional tie from that decision that will destroy me and help me Lord God to will myself to do the things that are right and pleasing unto you I pray in the name of Jesus Christ today that God you will move on us and God you will help us. We want the will of God to be done. We will utilize our will. And so we pray today in the name of Jesus that God, you will give us the strength to use our will. That God, you will come beside us and help us with God to make that decision. Not emotionally, but willingly. In the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Christ, God wants you to will yourself to do what is right and pleasing unto Him. He said, Will yourself. You have it in you. You have it in you. You're not lacking strength. You're not lacking will. You have all the will you need. Just do what God has already put into your heart to do. For God wants to help you in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, help her to not struggle anymore. More, but help the God to make the decision according to righteousness, according to truth, according, to Almighty God, to facts and stand. God said, if you will stand on making the right decision, He will stand with you. God said, if you will stand with Him, He will stand with you. Make that righteous decision. Make that decision that is right before God, and God will stand with you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He lead me beside the still water. He restored my soul. God says, Don't you know how much I love you? Don't you know I'm with you? Don't you know I will take care of you? You don't have to worry. You don't have to fight. Just do what you know is right. Just do what is truth. Just do what is righteous. And I will stand with you. Oh, God. Touch her. Let her use her will. Let her use her will in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. my soul You've demonstrated already that you've got a will to make decisions. Now God says, understand, don't you allow the emotions to cloud the will of God. Don't you, allow, don't you allow your emotions to hinder you from standing on the will of God and standing on the promise of God. Don't you allow anything to hinder you from trusting God and to willing yourself to do what is right and pre- Unto God. God, I pray strength. I pray that you are God godly leader. I pray that you are director in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, give him the strength. Oh God, so we can trust him. If you trust the Lord, he will help you to will yourself to do what is right. He will help you to will yourself to do what pleases him and what is his good pleasure. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Name of Jesus. God wants to help you. 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 God God knows your heart. He knows what's in your heart. And He wants you to talk to Him truthfully, righteously about what's in your heart. God wants you to do what is right. You know what is right. But God says, you have to will yourself to do what is right. God can't make you do it. He will not make you do it. He says, out of my love and my graciousness toward you, I will not make you. I want you to do it because you willed yourself to do it. And God wants you to will yourself to do what's right. God wants you to will yourself to do what is righteous. God wants you to will yourself to do what is truthful and what is fact. Father, move on in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the, Jesus, in, the Jesus, in the name of 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 Jesus. God wants to show you again there's something in you. <laughs> God is not through with you. God wants to take you to a place uh, that you will follow Him. When you follow Him, <laughs> oh, your emotions will be aroused. But these will be spiritual, spiritual, it will be spiritual emotions. It will be righteous emotions. It will be holy emotions. Uh-huh. Uh, God God wants to take you back to a place. Come on. Come on. No longer. You are a child of God and it is not God's will that you not be who you have been chosen to be and who he called you to be God don't want you to settle because he has chosen you before the foundation of the world and he has called you to this place today to restore he has called you to this place to do what he has started doing in your life years ago he not let it out let God have his way he says I want you to praise me I want you to worship me don't you worry about anybody else. I'm your God. I am your creator. And if you will just let yourself go in me, I will do something great in you. I will do something miraculous in you. I will do something in you that you will not even imagine. That's not Just worship him and praise him. Oh, yes, 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 yes. God have your word. E trata com chante E ver In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, according to the word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost, I pray that today God will set you free, will set you free. He's going to liberate you, that you can praise him. He's going to liberate you. There you go. There you go. There you go.